Welcome to another edition of The Bones of Advertising. I'm still Craig McLeod, and the guy over here, that's John Douglas. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing already because I know what we're going to cover this week. Yes. And I am a happy man. I'm a happy man. This is one of our favourites, one of my favourite type of episodes that we do where we look at some ads from around the place and we pull them apart. We look for the good bits. We look for the bad bits. We just look for the bits that are chewable because they're bits off a bone that we just want to take a little little nibble on. Yeah, yeah. And and I think the... um, uh, uh, the bone. Let's call it a bone. Let's call it a bone. Let's call oh, it a bone. Let's call it a bone. But let's yeah. call it code-free advertising. Code-free. 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 So you know we love we love um, we love advertising brand codes, brand assets, distinct cues, codes, whatever you want to call them. We love those. We love those. We love those. But there are some uh, there are some uh, uh, brands and some uh, advertisers yes. who. Uh, either have created some very distinctive brand assets and then choose to ignore them, have created some very subtle brand associations and use them, but they're not really brand assets as such. They're brand associations. And you've got an example of that, which I can't wait to get into. And we've got people who just say, you know what? This whole brand business is just a crock of poo and we're just going to advertise. And hats off to them. But um, yes, let's... uh, Let's kick off. Shall we begin with our very dear friends at Burger King? Burger King. Let's talk about Burger King. We'll play the ad. We'll play the ad before we talk about it. So it'll go here. Joe wonders if this is working from home or living at work. Emma has discovered that she likes dating Mark's profile more than she likes dating Mark. Esteban, he took an online violin masterclass, but he's not anywhere near becoming a master. Dustin bought a book on climate change, but it's shipped from England by plane wrapped in plastic. Now he's confused. Jason stumbles into a real life conversation He can't mute, he can't turn off his camera, he can't pee while he listens. Confused. Trudy wants to go to the office, but she also needs to work in pajamas. Simon and Sarah had a baby, and now everyone asks when the next one's coming. What's wrong with this one? Terence knows he should sneeze into his elbow, but... Isn't everyone bumping elbows? He's confused. These are confusing times, which is just about the right time to have the Burger King Impossible Whopper. A Whopper made without beef that tastes just like a Whopper. I really like this. I really. I love this ad. Like it's a, but it's no. It, there's no. There's no brand assets that they're that they're playing with. There's they've got a brand new logo. You can see at the end they've gone back to that retro logo, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, which is bloody brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 
but they don't like they don't make a hero of that. They don't try and create any brand assets that are like similar to that. And every single every single gag in the ad has been heard before. Exactly. But- For those that are listening along, JD, that don't have the benefit of video, give them a little narrative of what they've just oh, heard. I just love that. I just love that. Um, uh, you know, Joe can't figure out if he's working from home or living at work. <laughs> As he opens the fridge with his shirt and his boxes. Yeah. Emma has discovered that she likes dating Mark's profile More better than, than she likes dating Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And go on, come on, give me more. Oh, oh no, what was it? Uh, Sue and Simon have just had a baby and everyone keeps asking, when are you getting the next one? What's wrong with this one? <laughs> it's just a voice, the tone of the voice is fantastic. Jesse, Darren is sneezing into his elbow. But aren't we touching elbows now? <laughs> like that insight, that insight makes me laugh every time I watch it. Does. It does. It's bloody brilliant. Just Love it. Delightful. The guy in the plane with the is the earth flat on the television screen. Like it's yeah. and they're not original gags, but the way they're presented makes it funny and it makes me laugh and it made me want to buy, like it made me want to consider the Impossible Burger. Now, I I don't do gluten, so... You know, yeah. not because I'm not because I'm celiac, but because I'm pretentious. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's, true. It's, it's true. Yes, I like that. I know you've told me that before, and I laughed then, and I laughed again now, and I love it. Thank you very much. See, see, there's some gags. It's like that that old. Um, what was it the debonairs? Have you heard that gag? No. What's yeah. that one? Oh, no, it goes forever. It's worth looking up on the. Um, I think it's. Uh, Note on that one, my boy. The debonairs. Yeah. The debonairs in America. The gag is called the aristocrats. Right. It's, um, it's essentially this circus act. They're trying out this new circus act. Yeah. And this family comes on and performs the most depraved acts you can imagine on stage. Like one of the one of the 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 more tasteful of the depraved acts, the more tasteful of them is someone, a son pooing on his mother's head. Oh, like, just dis- where have we gone with this joke? What the hell is the Japanese about? It is the most disgusting ad, and it is one of the oldest gags, and it's one of those gags that comedians tell each other to show how well they can tell a gag because Everyone knows what the punchline is. Yeah, right. But it's the journey to the punchline that shows you how good of a comedian you are. Like, so okay, you're you're back- right. can you regard us with the story of the debonairs and get the punchline right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's brilliant. Look it up. I, they'll do that. Yeah, we'll put a put a link up here for people as well. Just fantastic. But this is the so this is the same. These are old gags, but they've just been revisited in a way that you go, yeah, it is confusing. How can that be happening and that be happening? And then yep. like the impossible being is like, all right, I'll give that a go. You made me laugh. Happy day. Got to because the back end of it, JD. Correct me if I'm wrong. The burger that's not made from meat that tastes like a whopper to me. I've got to try it. You've got to try it. Like, how can you not? Yeah, yeah. And they've, they've made it. Like, they haven't tried to be worthy. They haven't tried to be serious about it. It's just like, no. it's just a bit of a laugh and it's just a burger, so how about it? You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, an absolute ripping execution. Now, do you want to go to the next Burger King execution? Yes. Oh, because I've got to tell you, when you sent that one through, I hadn't seen that. And an old mate of mine actually called it the iguana, not the snake, because the way the iguana walks himself mm-hmm. down as well. But... <laughs> We'll play the ad here because I absolutely love it. We'll play it here. Mmm, meat. 
Soda. It's just bizarrely. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's Asian. The guy opens his wrapper. I mean, kind of read. Yeah, that the bit, the, the back end of it. But the guy opens his wrapper, and then some other guy comes in and like he walks the like thing. Oh, eat like a snake. <laughs> what do you mean, eat like a snake? It's weird. It's weird. And this is this is classic Burger King. Yeah, ad- advertising led strategy, not a brand led strategy. Yeah. We'll just make fun. We'll just have a bit of a laugh. We're being irreverent. Like they say their brand position is irreverence and adding a bit of sizzle to the, which sounds like a personality, not a brand position. It is, isn't it? I mean, these are both from the States, I think. Is that right? That's the origin. No, 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 no. The the one, the, 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 Confused is from the States. Yeah. But the Eat Like a Snake is from like Hong Kong or Taiwan. Or, oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Because the VO in it obviously transitions anywhere in the world, but it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. yes. And the and the posters, like, so because it's an advertising led strategy, they just do weird shit. Like the Easter egg, the burger, like an Easter egg. Yeah, like, like sitting on its side. Like if it sat like that, it'd all fall apart. But the way they've got it, it looks bloody beautiful. It does. It does. And, the you know, you know, be careful to lift it with your legs because it's so heavy. Or, you know. you got to bend your knees, not your back. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. Uh, the, the Belgian, the one from Belgium, the, the, the one that McDonald's ran. That's, yeah. you know, would you Would you rather be served by a king or eat Treat like a king, king. or yeah, you exactly. treat like a king. That was fantastic, that one. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And, yeah. then, and then Burger King would come and put a little post-it next to them and say, why roast when you can't even grill? Like, <laughs> it's just bang. <laughs> Bloody love it. Served by a king or served as a king, if we're oh, going to yes. get those words absolutely correct. Then right beside it, why try to roast when you can't <laughs> even flame grill? I love it. So good. Fantastic. Bloody brilliant. Now, I want you to take me on a journey. I want you to take me back a few years, and I think it's coming on six or seven years back to Christmas. Now, my favourite chocolate bar, and everyone knows this, is the Kit Kat, right? I love it. Always have and always will. The Four Fingers was brilliant, but now I'm on to the Big Finger. Because the whole idea behind the Big Finger I just love. Like, (laughs) the Big Finger. And the chocolate coating on the outside of this beautiful biscuit is just so thick. It can almost break your teeth. If you're a a rookie and you don't know how to take on the Big Finger, you are in trouble. Take me back to a time when Kit Kat did this. Let's watch. Ah, welcome to nothing. Nobody suggesting gifts to buy or watching pretend families gathered around the Christmas table. No re-recorded sentimental songs or people dancing around supermarkets in silly Santa hats. None of that. Just absolutely nothing. 
Not a jingly bell, snowflake, or celebrity selling frozen turkeys in sight. Nice for a change, isn't it? Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. How good is that? Bloody hell. Now that, my friend, is the courage of a lioness that's going to take on anything because how can you send an ad to market with nothing on it? It's, it's an ad that's nothing but when you think about the role of an ad is to get noticed. Yes. And to be remembered. And you think of the you think of the the advertising environment, the landscape at that time of year. Imagine the tele all the television ads. Come and buy. We've got toys. We've got bloody ring a ling a ling a ding ding. Like it's just it's all over the place. And, and Kit Kat came out with imagine an ad with nothing. <laughs> like, bloody brilliant! I love it. I mean, how many people do you reckon were on the TV going something wrong with the TV? Love, <laughs> where's the picture gone? We've just got this grey screen. I don't know. Give it a pug. Pull out the cord and plug it in again. <laughs> oh, I reckon it was amazing. Just fantastic. And no, using using only one of their brand assets. So they've got. They didn't use the red. They didn't use the 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 logo. They didn't use the. They didn't. Not, not even at the back end of it. Not even like right at the end. Do you get like the Kit Kat logo or the old the normal one where they have it like broken in half or nothing? Brave, 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 and memorable. Like you just just a ripping voiceover, and it was ripping. His voice, the dulcet tones were just oh, just perfect, just perfect. And that's the like if they talk about the we, you you're a big fan of you know audio cues for brand. Love the audio cues. Love a little bit of a song or a voice you'll know in there. Like if you get Sir Anthony Hopkins, you just know it's him or James Earl Jones. Like I just love all of that. Like yeah. I, I love yeah. it. And if you can if you can associate that um the tonal qualities, you like yeah. it doesn't even have to be the same voice, but the same <laughs> tonal qualities yeah. is just like it just works. Like it's just that sounds like a kind of guy who'd be having a break with a Kit Kat. Like it does. It sounds exactly like that. And I love it. I have to say, I love it. I thought it was um, I thought it was very brave and it just reinforced that whole sense of here's a moment of calm in the middle of this barrage of just, you know, and you would you would have people looking at the television going, huh? What the <laughs> hell is that? Like <laughs> the TV okay? What's going on? Imagine a time at Christmas. Like, it's just so clever. Really was switched on. So bloody beautiful. Uh, so we've gone from, let me just take you down one last little, um, not a rabbit hole, but a little, here's, we've gone from the, the non-brand campaign, so advertising-led strategy, like we just do. Reverence, and, a Burger and, King. Yep, yep. And it's just like, we made you laugh, here's a burger. We made you laugh, here's a burger. Like, really simple and it and it and it plays to that whole we're just refreshing people's we assume that our market is always changing and so we're always having to be in front of them like it's one of those yeah. classic kind of you know how brands grow strategies connecting our brand to fun yeah. as a and irreverence but connecting our brand to fun everyday things we're experiencing now so they're really connecting themselves to what people are going through with the whole am i at home working or working at home. I'm like, yeah, yeah. just so clever. And, you know, this, the elbow, oh, like really, really clever, bringing their brand into the currency of today. Yeah, yeah. So, but just through advertising, like yeah. there's no, they haven't tried to build no. any visible assets. So, so there's that. And then you've got KitKat at the very far end yeah. who have got 
all of these fantastic brand assets yeah. and they bent the rules. And said, don't need any of them for this ad. No, no. But it's perfect. Like it, no other company could run an ad like that because it's like, here's a little break. Like, yep. it's perfect. You know, imagine the pitch. The pitch would have been so good. Can you imagine the, you know, the creative director or, you know, the, the head the head honcho from the agency rocking in and saying, I've got an idea. <laughs> and they put up a blank slide and play the VO. And then you've got some absolute legend at Nestle, because I think Nestle own Kit Kat, the brand, don't they? Or, yep. Yep. So someone at, at Nestle goes, you nailed it. You yeah. absolutely have shown how we can cut through yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I love it. Absolutely perfect. So you know, and it's a yeah, it's fantastic. And then you've got the bit in between where there is you've got brands that have lifelong associations, like the brand associate. They associate with one thing, but they don't necessarily try and build the brand. Like they don't try and build specific distinct brand assets but they try and associate themselves with brands and and um this is uh this is one of your uh, my more recent favorites i this believe is one of my recent favorites that's on air right now this kind of the way they've for the last five years have, have associated elements of Australia with the building material. I think there's a really, there's something quite simple there. And I, I don't know that they've until this particular time, they've absolutely nailed those associations, but I think that I think they're fantastic. What did you think of it? Like, I know you like yeah, it. I think this one, as you, as you've said, I think it was really well art directed and the auditory cue with the song that goes with, again, I can't think it ties it straight back to Australia. And their whole idea is trying to tell everyone that the products we make are built for Australia, but they're made by Australia. So the best materials for here is one that's been made by here. Like, I just love that. Like, that's so good. When you look at all of the visual cues that they've referenced through there, whether it's the set of waves coming through, you know, whether it's the sand, whether it's the rows of crops, whether it's the swimming pool lanes, all of those straight lines, they're saying are the cues that reference straight into their products yeah. that connect it back to the fact that it's just quintessentially Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. I really do. That, that just, and it made me feel something while I watched it, both the song and the images make you feel something. And I think in advertising, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make people feel something. Yes. So much so that I think people that were considering a Renault that might have thought, you know what, I'm going with the terracottas, would go, nah, might have a look at this colour bomb. I quite like And the, 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 the one thing that they've never really uh, explored in my, in my mind for colour bond yep. is the. I think there is nothing better. There is no better sound than rain falling on a tin roof. Oh, you, you know, 
when you're inside and you're warm and that, and the sound of the the, the rain hitting. I, yeah. I've got a tin roof because I love that sound. Yeah. And I think I think that would be something that they might be able to explore in radio, whatever it is. But that association of there's this like we get out, we're inspired by Australian colours. We're ex, we're inspired by the way the, the 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 elements interact. So this it's the elements of Australia go into creating this building product that is tough enough to withstand the elements of Australia. It's perfectly said, my boy, perfectly said. That is exactly right. I think if you were to sum up what they've tried to do with that ad, that is it. That's 100% it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see them explore that. Like they've had that little orange kind of O in Calibon for a long time. Yep. I'd love to see them kind of explore, like to make something more of that. Like it's a, I think as a stamp or as a, you know, something that's made out of like the elements of Australia. Well, is it the sun? Is that what they're trying to do with the orange? Is it the sun of Australia? Like because we're so, that, that sun's so harsh on the building products. I mean, it'd be interesting to find out, wouldn't it, whether that is what the orange O is, representative of the Aussie sun almost. Like yeah. Colourbond can take it. Yeah. I bet that would be great. Yeah, that would be a great brand story, but we don't know that that's... We don't know whether that is the brand story or not. If anyone from Colourbond's listening, please let us know. We'd love to get it out to the punters listening to us, but um, be good. But, Jada, you know what? That's some of my my most enjoyable episodes are the ones where we look at some of the creativity, whether it's tomfoolery, whether it's shitty or whether it's bloody fabulous. I just love it. So Like a snake. <laughs> like a snake-eating man, like a man who unhinged, like even the unhinging of the jaw and he like just so bloody so interesting and so different love it but for me it's another episode of the bones of advertising my boy and uh, don't go changing we'll see you again next week you will you take care mate cheers you too